All right, we've got an ongoing series. We do it Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, Bill Kelly does it as well. Hotspot Hamilton. Uh, what we're talking about, and, and you know, for years we've talked about Hamilton turning the corner. Uh, what's it going to take? Is it a sports team? Is it a giant business? No, it's just ground level uh, art or artists and, and groups that, that want to make this city great again uh, has really been uh, the backbone of what we have seen. And in the last couple of years, many, many, uh, and, and I was just talking with my guest about this uh, off air, uh, as soon as you see the restaurant count in downtown go up the way it has, uh, you certainly do know that uh, Hamilton is back. I want to introduce you to uh, Mark Skulnick. He is the editor, Hamilton Magazine and Biz Magazine and uh, has an interesting perspective of uh, Hamilton simply because he was not born and raised here. So if you want to really find out what the true opportunities hold for this city, ask somebody who's come in from the outside. Uh, first of all, welcome, Mark. Thanks Thank for you. coming here. Thank Tell you us me. your story. How did you get here? So Pull uh, up that mic. Get oh, right in sure. there. So we uh, moved from Toronto about nine years ago, um, eight years ago. And uh, and where did you live downtown Toronto? Or? We did. Yeah. Um, so did. you wanted the downtown lifestyle. Wanted an urban kind of center. Yeah. Um, but even not eight eight nine years ago, we were like a lot of Torontonians or young couples. We were just priced out of the market. Yeah. Um, you know, we rented a, a condo right at Spadon in front, and hated the condo lifestyle. So we mm. obviously didn't want to buy you know a five hundred yeah. square foot shoebox. And so we said, you know what, let's start looking at um, sort of a nice little detached, maybe a fixer-upper right. in sort of in in Toronto. Obviously, we knew we wouldn't be right downtown, but mm-hmm. sort of like Mimico and, you know, um, Leslieville and that sort yeah. of thing. And even eight, nine years ago, you were, you were still looking at 600000 for yeah. an absolute dump. And we just had a, you know, a baby girl. Um, and so we thought, you know what, we simply can't afford this. Mm-hmm. Um, what are we going to do? And, you know, my wife and I, um, Heather and Sadie, hello, Sadie, um, we, uh, we knew that we wanted to sort of be in an urban center, but we, if we couldn't afford Toronto, where were we going to go? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we said to our state agent, well, let's start looking a bit west. And so she's like, sort of, what do you think in Oakville, you know, Burlington? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hamilton. Yeah. It's like, Hamilton? But then, much like I was telling you off air, you know, I was one of those sort of Torontonians who only saw Hamilton from across the QEW. Yeah. Uh, I saw oh, the, the Skyway. Sc- the, sorry, the Skyway, yeah. yeah and yeah. so I saw the smokestacks and, and that sort of thing. And my wife used to say to me, because her sister lived in Hamilton, well, let's, let's move. What about Hamilton? And I used to be like, I'm not moving to Hamilton. Yeah. And then gradually we went out for weekend visits. And, and Hamilton has like an authenticity. It has a, an urban vibe that I just gradually fell in love with. And I, I, I said to Heather, I was like, you know what? I think we could do Hamilton. And so we went on MLS, and I, I still remember, I always sort of talk about this anecdotally, but I just remember going on MLS and seeing even nine years ago what you could get for 200000 mm-hmm. and almost fell, falling off my chair. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, right, we're doing Hamilton. But even talking to my mom and dad, you thought we'd move into Cambodia, you know what I yeah, mean? And like, yeah. Hamilton! Yeah. And, uh, you know, I used to write for the Huffington Post. <laughs> That's hilarious. Thought we were moving to Cambodia. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, so, and so, you know, I wrote a piece for the Huffington Post where... You know, my wife, um, my 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 mom was like, "Well, it is Hamilton kind of thing." When we drove to the, our house the first time, she was like, "My God, it's gorgeous!" You know, the yeah. tree-lined streets and Gage yeah. Park and everything, and and that's what I said to her. I was like, "Well, what did you expect?" And she said, "Well, well, it is Hamilton kind of thing." And I think mm-hmm. that's a lot of uh, the reaction a lot of people have. That's right. Never really been here, just heard about it. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. And um, and so it's you know, I would have friends over and. They were like, oh my God, this is gorgeous. And, mm-hmm. and you know, much like Hamilton Magazine, I, th- I, I kind of made it my mission to 
open as many people's eyes as I could yeah. to what was going on in Hamilton. So I'd have friends over and I'd kind of take them to downtown. And, you know, even back then, the restaurant scene was starting its kind of yeah. upward surge. And people were just like, wow, I had no idea. And yeah. I think that's a, lot, a reaction a lot of people have about Hamilton. It's like, we had no idea. But now a lot of people... So at that time, you were commuting back and forth to Toronto for was, work? Is yeah. that you were doing? And how long did you do that before you thought, you know what? I'm going to put my feet up here. Well, I did it for three long years. And honestly, Scott, it's, it's soul-destroying. I mean, yeah. getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. And because the thing is... You, and you, many do it, man. Lots oh, do it. Do yeah. the trip in. And, and I was working right at the DVP in the 401. So I literally had to take the QE. And then I had to yeah. take the 427. And then I had to take the 401. And you know, even if you catch every yeah. light and there's yeah. no accidents and everything yeah. else you're still in for at least an hour and 15 and coming yeah. home yeah you know, you're in for yeah. two hours two or three hours of your life you'll never get back yeah right so um so i knew i loved hamilton but i just the the draw the the commute was was just killing me so yeah. in about january 2012 i got the job opportunity with hamilton magazine and uh yeah i've never looked back i love it Wow, good for you. Yes. Uh, so uh, let's talk about Hamilton. First of all, how has doing the magazine changed your impression of Hamilton? Because it gives you a different perspective of it as well. Well, it does. And I mean, the thing with Hamilton magazine is we celebrate the best of the city. Um, and I still get people say to me, well, you make Hamilton look so cool. But the thing is, it is cool. I yeah. mean, you know, we, we celebrate. Obviously, Hamilton has a lot of problems. Um, but What do you say to people who say, well, you're making Hamilton look good. You're making it look cool. How do you react to that? I think it's a huge compliment because, I mean, it shows that we're doing our job. Yeah. Um, you know, like I said, celebrating the best of the But city. as you said, it is cool. Why don't people make that connection? Well, I still think there's, you know, especially for the, I mean, you, we kind of alluded to it. There's, I think there's a, a, a cynicism yeah. and almost, you know, um, with a lot of lifelong Hamiltonians. Mm -hmm. um, because you stop seeing the trees for the forest. Yeah. And you start, you stop realizing what you have around you. Um, you know, I think one of the good things about all these people coming in, Torontonians or a anywhere from yeah. outside of, of Hamilton, is you see the city through fresh eyes and mm -hmm. you have fresh ideas and you have fresh thoughts that, you know, like you had said, well, you know, why can't we do this? Mm -hmm. It's like, well, it's never been done. It's like, well, that's not an excuse not to do it kind of thing, right? right. Um, so when people say to me, well, like, I remember when I first, we kind of relaunched Hamilton Magazine, uh, spring 2012, people said, you know, you make Hamilton look so cool, but are you going to have enough to do this every issue kind of thing. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I have a whiteboard behind my desk and, and I literally, every every issue, I kind of write down story ideas and this and that. And at the end of the cycle, I always have more story ideas and more amazing then people, places, space, and things yeah. than I have space. Mm. Um, I mean, Hamilton's a big city. Uh, it's got so much going for it that you just have to kind of look around you and embrace what the city has to offer. And I'll tell you, just quickly, the more I became immersed in Hamilton, the more I became immersed as editor of Hamilton Magazine, the less I, I went to Toronto. Yeah. Because you realize yeah. Hamilton has sports, <laughs> it has restaurants, yeah. it has art, it has music, it has culture. Yeah. Why do you need to sit in a go bus? And, and a lot of know? people are saying that now. It's like, yeah. it's just not worth a hassle anymore. No, it's not. And so now when I go into Toronto, I just, like with the congestion and the, yeah. the, the condos right up against the gardener, I just kind of, it makes me shudder because I was like, there is so much happening in Hamilton that you don't... I mean, Hamilton's a big city. Mm -hmm. It's not as big as Toronto, but it definitely has its merits. Many, right? I've had people say to me over the years that there's only a couple of real cities in Ontario. Yeah. And, you know, Toronto, Kingston, yeah. Hamilton, they're old, old, yeah. old cities. The rest are just suburbs that are built around yeah. larger cities. And, yeah. and people in Hamilton don't realize that, that this is a real traditional city. It's authentic, For a better right? sense of the word, yeah. I mean, Mississauga's trying to build a downtown, yeah. and Brampton's yeah. trying to build... Yeah. I mean...
down a downtown. I mean, I always chuckle when you know people say, "Oh, downtown Oakville." Mm-hmm. A downtown, to, in my mind, is a big city that has a hundred and hundred fifty year old buildings. It yeah. has the grittiness. It has the urban flavor. Yeah. It has the culture. Um, and Hamilton has that in spades. You were talking about your impression, uh, your parents' impression coming out here. Uh, obviously, you've got friends still back there. Mm. What do they say when they come out? Are they still given the? You know? No, absolutely not. I mean, you, you know, they're they're all uh, all believers. A lot of them just lament that uh, that you know they wish they had sort of taken my lead yeah. eight years ago, and I'm like, you need to get in on this. I've had a couple of friends actually move from Toronto, yeah. um, also buy houses. But, you know, the days of getting a 100-year-old detached exactly. house next to Park for $200,000, yeah. that's gone. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, I, or my wife and I, we wouldn't be able to move into to our neighborhood now. It's, yeah. it's, there's a house, Scott, around the corner from us that just listed $975,000, which is insane. Right? Yeah. So we wouldn't be yeah. able to afford that. No, very so, true. You know? So what do we need to promote about our city? What message do we need to get out? I think, I mean, it sounds cliche, but I just think that... And I know ECDEV's sort of pounding the drum and saying, but Hamilton just needs to prove not so much to the individual young urban couples, but to the businesses, right? Mm-hmm. The people are moving here. So that's kind of job done. People, every, every month there's another article saying Hamilton. And mm-hmm. I think as long as Toronto house prices continue to rise, then yeah. Hamilton will still be a bargain even at, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the problem with Hamilton is it's been depressed for so long it hasn't caught up. So there is a lot of catch-up room before. There is. Yeah. And it is catching up. But yeah. I think what, what we need to do is we need to get more companies. We need more yeah. businesses to come in. Um, How come you think that, uh, why, why do you think the, the residential aspect has grown, but perhaps business hasn't got the same message? I, I think it's just also the, I mean, it, a lot has to do with the global economy as well. Global too, economy, but, yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, we're in we're in the shadow of Toronto, right? Mm-hmm. If you're a company and you're just like, well, you know, Hamilton ha- still has that stigma. As much as we kind of we're embracing the new Hamilton, a lot of people still kind of look down their nose outside of of, of the center of the universe. You know? yeah. yeah, And so, mm-hmm. so I think a lot of businesses say, well, where should we move to? Oh, what about Hamilton, guys? And I'm you know, I'm guaranteeing a lot of people are like, oh no, not Hamilton. Well, we'll move to Toronto. We'll move to Mississauga. So I know Ekdev is doing a good job of, of trying to um, sort of attract the, the businesses, but we need more businesses to come in so that the lion's share of the property tax mm-hmm. isn't yeah, being shouldered yeah. by Have the to build up you know, that. Um, and jobs. We need jobs. I li- like I had to move. I had to move here, and for three years I had to drive to Toronto because that's where my job was. Yeah. Hamilton needs more jobs of all different sort yeah. of descriptions and, and mm-hmm. you know media and healthcare and mm-hmm. pr- everything. Um, to keep keep the people who are moving here so that they can work in their same city because the quality of life if you yeah. can work in the city in which you live mm-hmm. I mean I, my commute went from an hour and 15 minutes to 15 minutes yeah. I jog home you know what I mean <laughs> like, you what's that like for you I love it I mean yeah. people always say I'm the running man but I always run along main main uh, street and uh, I always said to my wife I will work at Tim Hortons before I ever drive to Toronto for another job yeah. I just with my daughter and oh, I just cannot fathom doing that how again. do we control this growth how do we make sure we do it right I just think with smart planning, um, I kind of alluded this to this in my editor's note of the fall issue. Um, we need to make sure that when the Brad Lambs and when the you know the businesses want to come to Hamilton, that we, you know, good cities feature good urban planning. Um, I think that we just have to open our doors to them, but not hand over the key to the city and say, oh, do what you want, right? I mean, Hamilton has its issues. We need affordable housing. You know, we need the jobs. So when a business knocks on our door and says, oh, we're interested in coming to Hamilton, 
Absolutely. Welcome with welcome with open arms, but work with them so that we yeah. can get the best sort of experience for everybody involved, including the business. Right? What are businesses saying about Hamilton? What's missing? What's keeping them from? Because again, you know, you look at things like the congestion, uh, issues like that. I mean, that all plays, you know, that costs businesses money mm-hmm. as much as it does residents. Yeah. So uh, again, w- w- is there a catalyst? What's missing from, See, from Hamilton and attracting business? See, I don't know, because when you think about it, I mean, part of the reason why this whole thing with Amazon, I mean, Hamilton is connected. It's an intermodal hub, right? We've got the rail. We mm-hmm. have the, the highways. We have the, you See. know, yeah, we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're 45 minutes from America. We're 45 minutes from Toronto. So to be honest, I don't know. It's a good question. I don't know what's keeping businesses because by rights, mm-hmm. businesses should be not, not knocking down Hamilton's door. Um, is it, a, we're, you know, we don't have as large as a pool of skilled workers to pull from? I don't know. Um, that's probably the million-dollar question, and I'm sure Fred and his, his gang would love to, to know what, what it would take to unlock that. Uh, what have you seen change since you got here? What's the, big, what's, what's the most noticeable change? The biggest is the perception of Hamilton outside yeah. the city. I mean, when I go into Toronto, I go, I go to events or whatever else, a lot of people say to me, when I say, oh, I'm, I live in Hamilton, they're like, wow, I, I've heard things. I've, I've had people, uh, you know, in, in America tell me, I heard this big things happening in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So the message is getting out there. Yeah. Um, the buzz is genuine. Um, it's building. And I just think that, th- to me, the biggest thing is that Hamilton is no longer, and I hate this and it just drives me nuts, is people used to say it's the armpit of Ontario. Yeah. It's not, you yeah. know. And I think that's the biggest thing is that people are recognizing what is happening in Hamilton and how amazing it is. I'm a, you know? Many used to say when I got here uh, 20 some odd years ago um, that uh, it was a big city with a small town heart. Absolutely. Um, we certainly feel that still. Um, but as you mentioned when you came in, Hamiltonians got to get used to the fact that this is a big city. Yes, and so and, thinking and, and, and it's getting bigger. Yeah. What do you mean by that? Well, I just think that. And, and how do you keep that small town? heart and not lose it if you become a big city. Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's the way of thinking, right? I mean, I've been here for nine years. Um, I wrote a piece for the Huffington Post called Why This Cool Kid Moved to Hamilton. Not that I thought I was a cool kid, but the National, <laughs> National Post did an article called Why the Cool Kids Are Moving to Hamilton, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, you know, even eight, nine years ago or whatever, I was talking about the LRT, you mm-hmm. know, just build the LRT, you know? We, I think part of Hamilton's problem is that they study and they consult and yeah. they, you know, they, they just kind of gnash their teeth for so long that the moment almost passes you by. Yeah. Where it's just like, you know what, if we had built LRT in time for the Pan Am Games yeah. and three years later we might think about, okay, well, can we fund an A-line yeah. you know, or, or mm-hmm. whatever. So I, th- I just think that Hamilton has to recognize that it's a big city, um, condos and all these things that, that, that will bring people to the downtown core. I think nimbyism is also a problem, but I just think we need to start acting like a big city and just embrace all the amazing things that come with being a big city, right? But uh, maintain that small town feel. Well, I think a lot of people think, and you know, people use use the comparison in New York to Brooklyn and New York City, um, but I think people think that if if it gets big, it's going to become Toronto. Yeah. And what people don't realize is Hamilton will never be Toronto. Toronto will never be Hamilton. They're two completely different cities. And they're both great cities for different reasons. Mm -hmm. And uh, I I think what people don't realize is that they can have their hand in and great control over what Hamilton becomes. And bigger isn't 
isn't bad. No, it's not a four-letter word, it's, is it? No, uh, exactly. No, yeah. No, but you really do get that feeling at times where, you know, uh, even with, you know, you're talking about housing prices. I'm sure there's lots of people listening right now who goes, yes, you know, I'm being priced out of my neighborhood, gentrification, yeah. all this sort of thing. There's an, an article in the paper today about a couple who's leaving here and going to Port Dover yeah. uh, and, and scaling down, you know, from here to there. Mm-hmm. So uh, how, how do you balance that? See, that's the thing. I mean, there's always going to be an, a knockdown effect or, mm-hmm. you know, a trickle-down effect. And I just think that, um, you know, the, the biggest thing with Hamilton is that as the house prices go up and people move away, um, you just have to sort of just make sure that you always, I don't know, you know, it's a, it's a tough question. Really well, uh, here, let me, uh, let me come at it from this way, because what people don't realize is what Hamilton's loss may be from that point of view, are those other surrounding communities gains? Because people are going to those communities for the same reason you came to Hamilton. Absolutely. And those areas are becoming something that they're not or that they weren't because of that. So it's not like it's, you know, it it, it helps everyone. It is. And I mean, it's the ebb and flow of of people. Um, You know, I guess that's kind of what I was alluding to with the trickle-down effect. I mean... You know, and I did read that article about the, uh, I believe it was Tony and his wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and so they're going to go to Port Dover, and then they're going to bring their maybe their sort of fresh way of thinking or their to there, to there. Yeah. Um, and somebody else will come in and, and exactly. perhaps buy their Corktown apartment mm-hmm. or sorry, their house. Um, so it's just the ebb and flow, and I think that's what kind of that's what makes a big city is the ebb and flow of people. Um, their stories. I mean, that's what Hamilton Magazine's all about as well. It's just telling the stories, right? Um, so no, it's not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you know, Hamilton, even with when he thinks, you know, you talk about a big city, like with the, the bus lanes. Mm-hmm. We had the bus lanes. We could have had the bus lanes now. So that to me, that's not thinking like a big city when city council sort of capitulated on that and said, oh yeah, no, no, these bus lanes are bad. Every big city has bus lanes. Mm-hmm. Every big city has LRT. Every big city. So, so it's just like so. We, I think we need to start thinking like a big city, because you know what, a bus lane should just be part of the commute through a downtown core. Mm. Right? It's not. When you think of a downtown core and you think of traffic congestion, Toronto. I've sat at lights where you literally don't move for half an hour and the yeah. light turns red and then green and, <laughs> and and you know and you're literally sitting there because yeah. there are just so many cars. Mm-hmm. Having to slow down and stop at a red light when you're driving through King and Bay or you know King and James, that's not you know one of the one of the city councillors tweeted a few years ago about the traffic chaos through downtown. Like seriously, with the yeah. bike, uh, bus lanes, that's not traffic chaos. Having to stop for a light or two when you drive through a big city's downtown core is part of big city living. Do we still have to sell the city? No, I don't think you do. Um, I think you have to pivot and sort of target the, you know, tell the message to a a different demographic. As businesses, as you were saying, yeah. Um, But I think the the buzz and the hype is taken on on a life of its own that I don't think you need to that drum anymore to lure the the young urban professionals they're coming yeah you know whether we like it or not and we do like it they're coming so you know what let them come um and obviously there is a an issue with gentrification and displacement i'm not i'm not discounting that um but we need the we need big business to come in and also kind of fall in love with hamilton where do you see the city 10 years from now you know what i think it's going to be more of the same in a good way. I think there'll be more restaurants. Um, hopefully, there'll be a lot more um, big businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, 
there'll be a heck of a lot more condos. Um, a lot of people have alluded to the fact that Hamilton now is very much like Toronto was in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s, a lot of car parks, a lot of empty yeah. lots. Um, but like you said, it's not going to be Toronto. There's not going to be that many condos. I read somewhere the other day that there are 125 condos being built currently in, in Toronto, mm. like being built. Yeah, yeah. There will never, I mean, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be able to fit 125 condos in Hamilton. Yeah. So we, there'll be 25 more condos. Yeah. But if those 25 more condos generate $100 million in property tax and they fill up some of the eyesore vacant lots and car parks, I mean, you go downtown Hamilton, how many surfa surface car parks are there? There's mm. too many. Yep, good point. Huh? Uh, Mark Skolnick has been with us, editor, Hamilton Magazine, Biz Magazine, and, uh, of course, guest in Hotspot Hamilton talking about the great things that the city has become and the future ahead of it. Mark, thanks for the time. Much Thank appreciated. You, thanks for telling your story. No, I love it. Thank you.